go, here we go, Jesus, the fucking, the microphone paused, we're off to a flyer, that's what we like to do here, we're off to an absolute flyer, how's it going, tip top of the morn, it's 7.05 in the evening, but it's the morn, wherever you may be, wherever you are now, it's up there in the morning tops, you're up there on the roof, and you're being like, God, thank Christ, thank Christ on a stick, thanks stick on the Christ, it's another podcast, random podcast, 167, July 30th, 2020, the year of our Lord, the year of death, the year of nothing mattering, nothing mattering, the year that words no longer give a fuck, they've given up, they're coming out of my mouth and they're lying down and they're depressed and they're lying down the ground and they're saying, shoot me up with heroin, big fella, and I'll say, what's that words? They'll say, shoot me the fuck up, big fella, shut the fuck up and shoot me full of heroin. I said, let me do the podcast first, and then we can debate the heroin debate, the heroin debacle. Just let me get through this, pretend to myself that was productive, and then we move on. You move on with your life, and you get to the next point, and then you eat some food, and then you do something else, and then you go to bed, and then you sleep, and then you wake up again. And then you go, ah, it's, uh, it's the year of the sigh. The year of the sigh, the sigh is near. The, the end, the side times, can't speak, anyway, random, how's it going, 167, uh, great day, great day, my neighbours are out there in the courtyard and they're singing like fucking apes, like clowns, it's unbelievable how clownish their behaviour is, it's unreal, seriously, I can't get over it, I'm in my kitchen I hear them singing fucking George Michael or something, just screaming it they're playing a cd the cd's skipping it's loud it's like what you're not even good i think they think they're singers too drunk woman drunk irish woman drunk irish ish dude maybe he's not maybe he just sounds irish because he's trying to fit in with his woman you know yourself the americans hear the irish accent and they start speaking like oh yeah sure me me bro go over there yeah you know you know, over there with Mika. You're like, what are you speaking? Is Boston? This is Irish. What are you doing? Can you stop? Can you stop pretending to be Irish? Can you stop mimicking my accent? Have you no self-respect? And the answer is they don't. They don't. They're lacking. They have no shame. They have no self-respect. It's a very unfortunate American tradition that they have here in the land of America. The lack of shame. They're out there singing. And now this song is stuck in my head, so I'm hope they're happy. I like that George Michael song. My buddy covered it, um, Freedom, and I liked it. I liked it until today, until the 30th of July 2020. Now that song is dead to me. Dead, sorry, George, that song is dead to me. Like, you are dead to millions of your fans. Bit of a dark moment there, but you know what? You have a little wank in public and you move on. You move on. Wasn't didn't that... I feel like George Michael got a... Um, Got fucking stung, wasn't he? He got stung by a cop. The cop cracked onto him. Was like, "Hey, you up for a wank?" And old Georgie boy was like, "I don't know. We're in public. In public to be wanking, you know. That's something you do at home with Christ and your mother. <laughs> That's something you do at home with Christ and your mother. Your mother is closes the door and she says." Brendan, I won't listen, but work away. Me and Christ will be will be outside if you need anything. And then you hear a voice from above, and it's Christ, and he's popping his head through the ceiling, because that's what Christ can do. And he says, work away, son. I'll just be watching if you need any pointers. 
if you need any pointers, let me know and I'll help you. You kind of go, you go aggressively in the downstroke and you go soft in the upstroke. Maybe switch it up. Go soft in the downstroke and aggressive on the upstroke. And you'll be like, thanks, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you for the wanking tip, tips. It, uh, honest to God, one of my things, my great-grand, my grand, my mom, everyone in Ireland has told me is that if you're ever going to get wanking tips, get them from Jesus. Great man. He knows how to have a wank. He was stuck in a cave for three days. That man was having many. Imagine how many wanks he had in there, hungover, dying, telling people he's dead. He's just in there. He's like, fuck, I should have brought some food in. Should have brought some porridge, a couple of pizzas maybe. No burritos. We're fucked. We're fucked in the in the in the dungeon, the devil, the the devil cave, wherever he was, and he's just in there having wanks. He's just getting rid of the the devil out of him. He's get, he's cutting the devil loose. Get out of me, devil. Get out of me, penis. It feels good to release the devil, doesn't it? That's what they mean when the priest says, "Feels good now that you've sinned or you've prayed for your sins." That's what he means. It feels good that you had a little wank and you moved on. If the devil was out and you're a cleansed boy, come out of the cave and you can tell people I'm born again. We all do it. Long weekend, I go into the cave, I die. Sunday, Monday, I emerge. Tuesday, and I say, I'm back. I'm back, everyone. Great news. I didn't die. I'm back from the dead. And they're like, ah, shit. We thought we got rid of you. And I'll say, you didn't. You didn't. I was asleep. I was going to stay sleeping all day and my fucking annoying neighbours, they started singing. And they won't shut the fuck up. There's nothing worse. There was a guy before, I met this dude before, and like a bit of a fucker, to be honest. A bit of a, an LA cunt. This is a while back. I met him. And then he released some new songs. And I listened by mistake. And I was so hungover. I got one of the songs stuck in my head. It's really annoying to have a song stuck in your head from someone you don't like personally. And you can't stop singing it. And you're just like, ah, this is torture. Take me, Jesus. Take me now. Where's the noose? Put me out of the pain. Get this man's song out of your head. I remember one time I was having sex. The only time I was having sex, to be honest. The only time. (laughs) I remember the only time I was having sex. Um... Imagine how bad this sex was. At the time, unbeknownst to me, I had mercury poisoning. <laughs> unbeknownst to me, mercury poisoning was happening in my stomach. It was bubbling up. It was ch- jumping around. It was taking control of my life. I didn't realize that. I just thought I was nauseous. I had to lie down all the time, eating weird stuff. I thought I was pregnant. I was the first man to be pregnant ever. You know how it goes. I'm a special, especially young fella, especially young gentleman especially young boy whatever you want to call me that's me um you dirty whores i know that's what you call me i like the way sometimes i'll call listeners to this dirty whores or fucking bastards and stuff and people will get upset like it's obviously a joke i want you listening come on you dirty whore have a sense of humor don't get sensitive on me don't rear up now don't pull back now betsy that's what you tell a wild horse and you the audience you're the wild horse and i'm the inept horse trainer anyway i was having sex and my stomach was fucking dodge Oh, so dodgy. Oh, so dodgy. Oh, so dodgy. And um, it was just like not going well. <laughs> and I, I wasn't playing music. And we took a break. And the girl was like, can you have some music? And the reason I wasn't feeling well, 
but she was like a really hot model. I know that sounds like a gimp thing to say, but it was kind of like, ah, I've been wanting to have sex with her for a while, and now it's happening. You can't say no. You gotta, you know yourself, fellas. You know yourself, fellas. You gotta dig deep, knuckle down, take one for the team. You gotta, the team is your body, and your the penis is taking the pleasure point, and the rest of you, you're just chipping in. Sometimes that's what you gotta do as a good friend to your penis. Penis is your best friend. That's why you got you gotta help him out. Otherwise, who knows what might happen? You'll have sex with a bed. Um, but yeah, so we took a break, and I was like, oh, God, in my head. Because you can't tell the girl you're having sex. Like, ah, am I pregnant? <laughs> am I pregnant? Two of the best things I say you say to a woman during sex is, am I pregnant? Am I gay? <laughs> I do have an am I gay story. Um, so anyway... She goes, can you plant some music? And I was like, yeah, because it's not worse than silence. Jesus, silence, the shame. Jesus, you can hear Jesus breathing in the back. He's like me. He's got allergies and he's always like. <sighs> You're like, Jesus, can you fucking blow your nose or do something, Jesus? Come on, for the love of God. So I put on just Spotify. It was like new releases. I put on new releases. And uh, the first song on, I don't want to say names, but the first song was. <laughs> it was uh, two of her exes had done a song together <laughs> i didn't realize they were her exes and we were just lying there and it's actually i like the song it's a cool song and um she was like oh i was like what she was like ah oh, that was that was my last boyfriend and the other guy's an ex too and I was like, oh, <laughs> so I picked the fucking perfect song to set the mood. Did it end well? Of course it didn't. Made her think about it. She got sad. I had the mercury poison in the tuna. Remnants flowing through me body. The remnants of good sex was out the window. <laughs> the remnants. Oh, I got to ask that. You remember that time we had sex? How was the remnants of that memory? Does that make sense? Can you use the remnants like that? I don't know, but we'll find out after. Maybe I should start Googling. Maybe this podcast will be more interesting if I started Googling stuff during it. The problem is I lose my train of thought if I don't. If I click on a fucking window browser, open it, and start Googling, I'll forget. I'll be like, why am I Googling remnants? And then I'm gone. I'm lost. I'm out the door. I'm in the fucking woods. Little Bo Peep. Little Red Riding Hood. The wolves are up me anus. <laughs> I thought of a good joke from my buddy Leo. He doesn't like this joke, but someone told me the other day that shrimp are bottom feeders. So here's my joke. My buddy Leo reminds me of a shrimp because they're bottom feeders and he loves to eat ass. <laughs> Classic joke. You can use it on one of your friends. You can change the name. Change it from Leo. <laughs> if he's listening, sorry, Leo, but you, you laughed yourself. You said it was a funny one. And you said it's agreeable because it's true. Um, but anyway, yeah, sex not great. We didn't have sex again after that. Obviously, you can't have sex. One sad about her exes and then her rebound dude probably. And then she came to me and I'm just lying on the side of the bed going, Oh God, Mr. What the, am I dying? <laughs> Is this death? Still can't get over mercury poison. It's fucking brutal. I wanted to die for a whole summer. 
and then I'm trying to have sex, and you're just like, oh, God, am I pregnant? And she's looking at you like, what? Just make me forget the pain in life. And I was like, oh, you came to, <laughs> came to, wrong, to the wrong boudoir there, lovely. You came to the wrong place. You want to forget about hardship? Not in my town. <laughs> Not in my town. There was another time. I wanted a date with a girl. And uh, she was like, oh, I want to have sex and all this. You know how it goes, ladies and gentlemen. Sometimes you want to have sex, sometimes you don't. It's up to you. This isn't the girl. The guy just says yes or no. <laughs> um and then, I can't remember what, we ended up sleeping there. Oh, I think we got too drunk. And then the next day, <laughs> she, she was like, that was fun. We got to do that again. I was like, cool. And it was like, we didn't we didn't pump pump. But the next day, she phones me and she was like telling me shit. And she was like, yeah, I had a wild life. Or a while evening earlier, I was like, "What's what happened?" She started telling me. She started telling me about sex she had. I was like, "What?" She's like, "I don't know why I'm telling you this." And I was like, "Yeah." I was half awake, and I was like, "Half asleep." I was like, "Why? Why are you telling me?" She's like, "I don't know. Just, I just wanted to get it off my chest. I just met this guy. We went back to a hotel, and it was a birthday, and we just started having sex and." We were really drunk and <laughs> we started having so much sex. We ran out of condoms and we had to go get more condoms so we could have more sex. And in my head when she was telling me, I was like, am I gay? <laughs> is this why she's telling me? Am I, is she telling me because I'm gay? Am I her gay best friend? What is happening here? She was like, I shouldn't be telling you this, should I? And I was like, you fucking tell me what you want, but you know... <laughs> that's so weird um, and that's I suppose that's the first 15 minutes of the podcast am I pregnant am I gay the gay pregnancy <laughs> that's fucking dumb the gay pregnant man <laughs> that's who I that's my new identity now I'm the gay pregnant man oh so weird the both of them <laughs> It's so weird when you catch yourself thinking when someone's telling you stuff and you're just like, Am I gay? What is that? Why what is going on here? Why is she why is she telling me this? And you know that was that. That's another another ex in the the dating world of LA. I feel like dating is like camping. Because like camping is a lot of fun if you just never go. <laughs> And I think dating's very fun if you just never do it. <laughs> Otherwise, you're, I only go on dates because I know they're going to be bad. <laughs> if she's very hot, I'll trick myself into being like, this won't be bad. But deep down, I'll be like, oh, this is going to be a fucking mess. If she's all right looking, I just won't date. If she's sound, I'll just be like, nah, let's just, I'll meet you up, meet up with you for a booze, but dating, full on date. These psycho people who are like, I'm not into texting. Let's just meet up. <laughs> like, are you fucking for real? You're going to stab me in the neck if it's not going well. I do think if someone said that, I'd be worried they're going to stab me in the neck. I'm not into texting. Can we just meet up? 
<laughs> you're like, what? You don't even want to send five texts to see if we're fucking anyway compatible. How hot do you think you are? She could be someone who does fucking, um, fucking these nut jobs who do fucking FaceTiming in public on loudspeaker. FaceTiming's all right if you got headphones in. FaceTime in public loudspeaker because it's fucking loud in the street. You're shouting. Like, what are you doing? I was in Beverly Hills the other day and there's two, three people maybe around us. It's like, are you trying to be this? What is happening? What illness do you have of the mind? Are you a Leo? This is what Leos do. Is this your certified illness? Are you a Gemini? What the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you shouting? Me and my buddy the other day, we went to a fucking deli. Oh, if you go to Nate and Al's deli in Beverly Hills, Jesus, it's unreal. We went to another deli, me and Leo, we went to a deli in uh, Sherman Oaks last week. Freddy's or something? Freddy got fingered? No, I can't remember the name of it. We bought our chicken salad, sandwich, soup. We were pumped. We just played golf. Oh, we were so pumped. I hadn't had a sandwich in ages. No bread in ages. We sit down. They serve us a fucking tuna sandwich. <laughs> and me being a fucking idiot, I was like, fuck, I can't eat tuna. And he's like, didn't we order chicken salad? And I was like, yeah. We can't bring it back. We kind of opened it. it was just, they're going to be run out of business. We felt bad. Ate soup. Not great sandwich i was like fuck last time i tuna gave me mercury poisoning ah but i'll be okay you know me i'm a hopeful dope had some fucking tuna went home dropped leo off he probably went to eat some ass <laughs> eat some shrimp and eat some ass i went home and i puked up the tuna <laughs> fucking first time i've had a sandwich in a year puked it up but then we went, we were in Beverly Hills. I sneezed to in Beverly Hills. I sneezed with a mask on. Here, you should go to Beverly Hills and just go down Rodeo Drive or Beverly Drive. It's insane. The richness and the women down there are unbelievable. They're so hot. And the fucking, everyone's just rich. It'll just make you feel, you'll be like, God, I thought I was doing all right. And then you're down there and you're like, ah, oh, they'll spend a whole year's fucking, a whole year's wage in four minutes in Gucci. He was like, ah, this is uncomfortable. I could fucking piss my life away here by trying to impress a woman. But we were down there. I sneezed. Oh, yeah, I sneezed in a fucking... There was no one really around us, but we were crossing the street. And people started looking at me like um, I was puking all over myself. <laughs> it's like, I can't help but sneeze. Got allergies. Something went up my nose. I don't know what it is. I'm sorry, I fucked up. But don't look at me like I'm puking all over myself, you dirty whore. Um, my nose is bust. I fucked up my nose. I can't tell. I thought my nose was because it was swollen and red from a door in the face. And it looks all right, but then I get paranoid. I'll just ask strangers on the street, does my nose look broken? And one or two will be like, yeah, it looks crooked. My buddy's a doctor assistant. She was like, oh, just look, I know a good nose doctor. He'll hook you up. 
So I was emailing him and he was like, can you send me pictures? So I was actually taking pictures while boozing. Front picture, side pictures of my stunning nose, stunning nose. Some remarked that my, my nose looks so stunning. If Roman emperors had my nose, they would be Rome would be flourishing today. There would be no downfall of Rome. And I fucked up the, how she said how it was said. And that's what we do in the podcast. We regurgitate sayings, phrases, facts, and we fuck it up and then we drive it home. We we double down because that's America. If you're dumb, you double down on your dumbness and you you stick to it. You stick your feet in the mud and you hope the mud cement because that's how you're gonna be. You're gonna be dumb for life. Please wear a fucking mask so I can go back to uh, shows. So I sent my nose <laughs> pictures of my nose to this nose doctor, which I didn't realize was a plastic surgeon. And he was like, no, your nose looks grand. It's not crooked or broken. But uh, if you got a nose job, it could you would look much better. And I was like, pardon? I was like, so it's okay. He was like, yeah, but aesthetically, there's a lot we can do for you. <laughs> I was like, you just call me ugly. He was telling me if I got some plastic surgery, I could be good looking. Because if so, I knew it. I knew it, doctor. All my days in this art, I knew if I just got this fixed and that fixed. And this smoothest and that talked and that lifted i know i'd be beautiful and still unhappy <laughs> i was like jesus he's out for his fucking money your nose doesn't i, I was like i didn't want to i didn't want you to call me ugly doc <laughs> i just wanted you to say it was okay can can you do that <laughs> that was a good insult i feel like we we insult differently in ireland then in Beverly Hills, where they where he's based, like in Ireland, if you're like, if you state a fact in Ireland, it can be an insult. If you said she's got a nose on her, she has a nose on her. <laughs> we all have noses, but she has a nose on her, and that's a nice insult. And all you've done is stated a fact. If anyone was to read it back in court, and you were like, all he said was she has a nose on her. He was not dismissing, he was not mocking, he was not ridiculing. He was stating the facts, my lord, my governor, my judge, <laughs> whatever the fuck they say in their fucking wigs. Imagine we were just all walking around wearing fucking lawyer wigs or court wigs or judge wigs. Jesus, what a time. We'd be, I'd be having some laugh. I'd say, then you could focus on the nose. You'd be like, look at that ugly, ugly whore's nose. And I'm like, I can hear you. I'm within nose lint. Can you stop insulting me to my face? Um, so we were in Beverly Hills, sneezed. Everyone looked at me like I was puking on myself. Oh, we went to this deli, Nate Nans. Leo ordered a sandwich, pastrami and fucking whole wheat, some lettuce, tomato. <laughs> oh, yeah, he got Russian sauce. And I wasn't hungry, and then he got it, and I was like, what the fuck is that? It was the best-looking sandwich I've ever seen. Oh, it was unreal. And they had a little seating outside area. No one was there, so he sat down. He was like, I'll just eat it here. And I was like, you fucking better believe it, because I'm going getting one too. And I ordered it, and the guy was like, just normal like that? And he goes, yeah. And I thought he said to me, would you like mushroom dressing? And I was like, oh, yeah, I'd love some mushroom dressing. And he said Russian, but he was like, I don't know where he's from. So I misunderstood him. And he was like, mushroom dressing. And then I thought he was asking me to like confirm. And I was like, Mu yeah, mushroom dressing. <laughs> he was like, mushroom dressing. 
And I was like, yeah, man, just give me some mushroom dressing, please. <laughs> he goes, mushroom dressing, mushroom dressing. And I was like, yeah, I would like to have it with mushroom dressing. And he said, I don't think we have mushroom dressing. And I said, why did you ask me if I want some mushroom dressing? And he said, what, who? And I said, can you check if you have mushroom dressing? And he went <laughs> to the kitchen. And then I said to Leo, how's the mushroom dressing? And he said, it's Russian dressing. And I said, oh, fuck. <laughs> and then the dude came back and he said, no mushroom dressing. And I said, okay, can I have some, <laughs> can I have some Russian dressing? And he said, oh, yeah, you can have Russian and that's what we call compromise, people, you know. <laughs> that's the closest thing I had to enjoyment in ages. I, I like the way nothing is enjoyable anymore. Like, if you do anything, it's not enjoyable. You can pretend it's enjoyable, and you can be like, ah, that was enjoyable. And then you remember what's going on. You remember that COVID is raining down on us. You remember that America is banned from going to every, almost every country in the world, and all the other countries in the world are getting better and improving and getting back to life. And in America, it's getting worse, and people are dying, and people who... What's that name of the guy, Herman Cain? A couple of weeks ago, months ago, he was like, no one, no one needs to wear a mask. That's a joke. It's politicized. You don't have to wear a mask to this rally. And he was at the rally not wearing a mask. And then he got corona. And then he died today because he didn't wear a fucking mask. And it's like, Jesus Christ. Nobody wants anyone dying. Can you just wear masks? Stop being stupid for the love of God. Like, we went out the other night, me and Leo, me and Shrimp, Shrimp Boy, um, me and Shrimpy, we went to a bar, and we got there at 11 o'clock, and it was shut, and we were like, what, it's meant to be open, and they shut, because it was so quiet, we were like, ah, Jesus, then we went to another bar, and it was shut, because it was so quiet, and by that point, you're like, ah, the lust for life is gone. You're fading. You're like, Jesus, we're just getting, we're just getting Ubers all around the world. It's just Ubering, 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 shut bear, shut bear. Then we end up at Saddle Ranch, <laughs> just sitting outside. And you're just like, ah, oh, God, this is fun, huh? And you're just like, this is not enjoyable. We left there. And um, we just went to Pink Dot, which is like a, a convenience store nearby. And Leo's outside having a cigarette. And I went in, and there was a, I went bought some booze, and there was a dude at the counter not wearing a mask, and it was DMX. <laughs> and he was telling the dude how he can't wear a mask because it affects his throat, and he's in the he's in the. Uh, He's in the studio and he can't mess up his throat. And I'm just standing there being like, X won't give it. And all this. Maybe that's exhibit. Did I fuck up? Who knows? Who knows? My brain is tired. Chugging coffee at half seven just for the podcast. The things I do for you people. And then he left. Sometimes when he was talking, he does go, Hoo! like those dog noises he does. Then he left and I walked out to Leo and he goes, I just had a moment with that guy. And I said, DMX? And he goes, was that DMX? And I said, it was. And he goes, yeah, he came out and I was smoking a fag. 
and he nodded at me and I nodded at him and took a puff of my cigarette and it was like something from a movie and I said oh yeah it was something from a movie a very shit movie where you're standing in an alley wearing flares smoking a cigarette and you just nodded hello at DMX and that legitimately was the highlight of a night on a Saturday night in Sunset in LA that's how fucking unenjoyable life is at the moment so nothing is enjoyable, but you can't say that because people will be like, no, you got to keep that up, take the best out of it. Like, <laughs> it's like Friday night, I was out and I ordered a cab and I ordered an Uber. Someone took the Uber. I ordered like, I think it was eight minutes from my house. Probably, I think it was a $10 Uber. I can't remember. It was no more than $15. So somebody takes the car, um, and they clearly, you can see on the map, the Uber map, they go all over the place, all over the shop. They don't go anywhere near me, my place. And I get charged $195. $195. And I get in touch with Uber, and they're like, nah, this looks like it's it's normal. And I'm like, are you, are you mental, Uber? Are you fucking insane? Look at the map map they go into the valley somewhere deep into the valley and it shows the starting point and the ending point is like so close and i'm like why would they take a fucking this round trip and they charge five times surge charge you're like you dirty horse uber you dirty horse if you're listening i gotta get back onto them and then i email them they're like nah looks normal and i'm like it's not normal you fuck can you stop <laughs> Can you fucking give me my money back? And they're like, nah. <laughs> and then you're like, all right, thanks, Uber. That's another nah, unenjoyable night that we had. Thank you. Thank you for that. You know, you fool yourself. You drink more and more. You just got to keep drinking, I think. And then you'll be like, all right, I could be anywhere now. You're, you're in an alley. I thought I had Corona during the week. And you're like, ah, oh, it was just a hair down my throat. It was just a pube. <laughs> One of my own pubes down my throat. And I was like, ah, oh, thank fuck. Everything now is just, I'll be doing sit-ups. Because I'm bored at home, just doing a load of core work. <laughs> and then I'll be like in the middle of the night, be like, ah, oh, my stomach's sore. What is a Corona? Is it AIDS? Do I have stomach AIDS? Did I swallow a lot of my own pubes? What's happening here? Is it, Am I dying? Is it my liver? Is it stomach cancer? What's going on? And then I'll wake up and I'll be like, oh yeah, it's just aching from working out. <laughs> uh, brutal. Just a fun time. And that's life at the moment. It's fun time. One day on, one day off. I still, me and my buddy were talking all of fucking this we're like one day dancing <laughs> one day not dancing oh and it's great it's really it's really fun you're just online looking at the new challenge who did this you'll see women doing the black and white challenge and you're just like did a man come up with this to see what women would look like in the 40s <laughs> And then you figure out, women don't even know why they're doing the challenge. They're putting up these Photoshop fucking photos, black and white, looking looking stunning. Then you find out it's because uh, Turkish women are getting killed all the time. They're trying to raise awareness. And they posted a black and white photo of another woman who was murdered by her ex-boyfriend. 
and then it goes down the line down the line down the line then it hits instagram fully and you're just like look at me this is the best photo my tits look lovely look at my titties 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 and obviously no problem with showing titties but you know you hijack on you pretend to be a feminist or some fucking bullshit i feel like staunch feminists jeez i feel like they're awful because they don't even realize that they just want to be like men and they hate men they're kind of they're feminists these really full-on ones they remind me of homophobes because like homophobes they both hate certain men and deep down they just want to be like those men if i was on stage i could do that as stand-up but i'm not so i'm gonna try and do this half butchered thought into the podcast but like homophobes would hate gay dudes and nine times out of ten ten times out of ten probably it's because they're gay and they relate too much and it, it hurts them and i feel like these feminists who hate men just but like they just want to be men in their fucking dungarees and their overalls and their manly haircut and their fucking aggressive tone and they just want to act like a prick like a fucking straight male prick <laughs> It's like, ah, uh, what is happening here? What's going on in this dumb world? But anyway, that's my great hypothesis. Hy- what is it, No, can't even talk, but that's okay, because this is the podcast where words don't matter. But feminists remind me of homophobes. That's, you know, and you might not agree with that. You might think, who is this clown? I remember one time I was on a date with a girl. And she was like, I hate, that's why I hate dates too. There's these formulaic questions. I love, I love asking my buddy Leo, what questions would you ask on a date? Because he doesn't even wait for the answer. He'll be like, I'll ask the girl, do you like, do you like food? Do you like fish? <laughs> she says, yeah, I'll be like, cool, me too. What's your favorite color? <laughs> She's like blue. He's like, mine's brown. <laughs> do you like Bob Dylan? Yes, we were doing the Zoom the other night, and he asked, do you like Bob Dylan? And this girl had a story. She was like, oh, I have a Bob Dylan story, which is a good fucking intro to a story. I have a Bob Dylan story. I think this was it. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but I think she was saying, I was boozing when she was saying that, but she said her dad was in the music business. And one time they went to see Bob Dylan in concerts and she was backstage just standing at the door of the dressing room. And Bob Dylan was there and he just looked at her and he said, get me a fucking sandwich. <laughs> Did he call her a bitch? I don't know. Get me a fucking sandwich, bitch. I think that's what she said. And that was a good fucking Bob Dylan story. She's like, yeah, I don't like him ever since. And I was like, ah, that makes sense. That makes sense, I suppose. <laughs> Get me a fucking sandwich, bitch. And then another girl on the po- on the Zoom was like, "Oh, I've a fuck. What's his name? Uh, Willie Willie Nelson. She had a good Willie Nelson story. Here's a good Willie Nelson joke. What's the worst thing? Of, what's the worst thing about getting a blowjob from Willie Nelson? Finding out it wasn't Willie Nelson." <laughs> Oh, classic. Whenever someone asks me for a joke, I tell them that, or else I'll tell them my life. My my life is a nice running joke, but here's a good one about Willie Nelson. But she said her dad was in the music industry too, and he knew Willie Nelson. And I think she was 
maybe she was 13. I don't know. There were similar stories to start with. They went on his tour bus and um, they were, he was smoking so much weed. She wasn't even smoking. It was just secondhand weed that she got so high she went outside and puked. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's a good Willie Nelson and a good Bob Dylan story. One's backstage, been called a bitch, go get a sandwich. And the other one's um, as young as fuck on a tour bus getting so high off secondhand smoke that she pukes outside. Two good stories, to be fair. Um, what was I on about? Oh, yeah, day questions. So this girl asked me one time, she's like, describe yourself in two words. They love that question, too. Is that like a fucking American thing? Because one time I said bad with numbers, and she was like, uh, that's three words. I said, okay, that joke was last. And then another girl asked me, and I said, oh, barely tolerable. As in, you, I'm very hard to tolerate. And I said, barely tolerable. And she said, yeah. <laughs> and I said, oh, okay. This is, this is going to go well, you know. This day is definitely going well. You know, too, this is how you know someone isn't, isn't into you sexually, is if you ask them a question and they say, Google it. <laughs> that means you're not getting sex tonight, buddy boy. That means tonight you're being a gay, pregnant man. <laughs> you're going to be, oh, there's no sex for you. Google it means go fuck off. No sex at all. No sex at all. You're going to go home and hug your pillow. I feel like Instagram thinks that I'm a loser. It keeps giving me these ads for full, like a fucking pillow in the shape of a human. And you can put your your favorite human on the pillow. I was like, how does Google know me so well? How does Google know I'm this much of a fucking chump? Talk to me, Google. How does Google know that it's all coming down how does google know that there i meet dogs that's a good thing about in la you'll meet so many dogs that are more successful than you and you're just like ah oh. someone be like this is my dog she's got a cooking show she's got four book deal <laughs> and uh, she just bought a house for us and you're just like oh i ordered a sandwich with a mushroom dressing and i didn't realize it was russian dressing and they'll look down at you and they'll spit on you and they'll walk away and you'll be like, I deserve that. You're better than me, dog. I'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Good dog do. <laughs> oh, yeah, those sandwiches. Oh, unreal. So we were just eating them in Beverly Hills. Jesus, unbelievable. One of, I'd say one of the best sandwiches I've ever had. Maybe the best. I can't think of a better one. Fucking hell, it was unbelievable. Just sitting there, two of us drinking some Perrier, eating a sandwich in the fancy part of Beverly Hills. It felt like we were almost having an enjoyable time. We went home. The coffee kicked in. We had to race home. <laughs> we had to race home before the cocky. The cocky, the coffee. What are you having? I'll have a cup of cocky, please. <laughs> before, the, the, before the fucking um, cups of cocky. That's what, that's what you want, cups of cocky. This is a very gay heavy episode i'll have a cup of cocky please um fucking what was i saying oh before the cocky kicked in 
for the coffee let loose we raced home then the next day we were like that was an unbelievable sandwich wasn't it we were like yeah let's do it again because that was an enjoyable day we had an enjoyable day we went down there this time was fucking packed there's people on loudspeakers at the facetime this woman was trying to chat with everyone this dude was waiting for her food and she was like hey i'm going to starbucks would you like to have starbucks with me i'll bring it back and he was to his mask he's just like no <laughs> can you leave me alone leave me alone please please leave me alone that's one good thing about me if i call people i never fully call people because uh, i feel like they'll kill themselves without my friendship in their lives <laughs> that's how that's how many cups of cocky i have that's how cocky i am i think uh, if i cut them loose fully they might end it so you know i never really do i, I keep keep dragging it keep dripping it out spreading it thin but making them believe they can have sex with a pregnant man once again with a gay pregnant man if you're a woman out there looking to have sex with a gay pregnant man hit me up i am your niche fan <laughs> i'm your niche fantasy and then after us we'll be both be disappointed but we won't i won't let you go i'll keep keep dragging along until death i like the way that's the thing in la too that they'll do Oh yeah, that second sandwich, by the way, very unenjoyable. wasn't wasn't fun. It was so hot too. It was like eighty one. It felt like a hundred degrees. Not a good laugh. Not fun times. Went home and I was like, ah, I fucked up. And that's that's the theme of Corona. One day grand, the next day brutal. People in LA too. I, I feel like they can't. Here's the here's the thing. Corona surely. Like, I know so many comedians who are now depressed. <laughs> and they're like, they're not going to be funny after this. The corona's ruined them. They can't be funny. They're just going to be so down. I've, it, it must have ruined so many people. I was talking to my buddies, like, yeah, imagine someone like that wanted to start stand-up. And now it's just, like, not happening. <laughs> you're not going to be... You're like, oh, God, that's awful. Just stand up. So many stand up careers gone, ruined, over. They went home. Maybe it's better. I hear like some big comedians who don't fucking believe in masks are moving to Texas, and you're like, ah, interesting. Is that the new hub? Who knows? But people in LA, they love telling themselves, they love telling each other, just be patient don't look at others be patient your time is coming be patient your time is coming be patient your time is coming and i'm like <laughs> do they not realize they're not that talented that is the key missing component from the lies they tell themselves that they're not that talented because <laughs> if they were to be like be patient you're not that talented it's not gonna work your time isn't coming. They could like save themselves hardship, but I suppose they're living on hope. So you never know. You never know. You gotta live on something. Just don't live exclusively on tuna, or you'll end up a gay pregnant man drinking cups of cocky. <laughs> and wear masks. Uh my buddy was telling me. <laughs> Like it's harsh. Uh, I love when people laugh at my hardships. So I have a friend. He's he's so fucking funny. 
he was telling me his mom was in hospital and it wasn't funny <laughs> but because it was him the way he was telling me he told me one time they were having dinner <laughs> he tried to they were having family dinner <laughs> and he was like small and he tried to open a gallon of milk, a gallon of milk at the dinner table and he dropped the gallon of milk and it went all over the table <laughs> and it soaked his dad's pants <laughs> and his dad just flipped the table over with the food everywhere and walked out of the room <laughs> He walked out of the room. <laughs> it's fucking so funny. <laughs> but he was telling me recently that his mom was in the hospital. And uh, he went to visit her. But he didn't realize that, like, because Corona was kicking in. And they basically told him, if you leave. I think she was very sick. And they said, if you leave, you won't be able to come back. Because you got to, like, quarantine because your mom's that sick. So you either stay here or you won't be able to see her for, like, 14 days. And he said he just couldn't take the chance in case something bad happened. So he had to stay in her room. <laughs> he just had to stay there. And the nurses would, like, he had to fucking shower in the room with his mom there. Like, he stayed there for a week or something. And he was like, he was basically being a nurse to his mom because they were like, well, we can't come in now. And he said he was only allowed like at night time when it was all, everyone would leave. His only exercise was that he was allowed to walk the hallway and then he had to go back into the room before people came. And he was just in the room, living in the room with his really sick mom. And he was telling me we were both laughing. And he was like, it's not funny. And I was like, I know. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious when he was telling me. What is he? he was like he was talking to nurses. He was getting news from the outside world <laughs> through the door, and then eventually she got her like situation picked up, and he was able to leave. And what was the point of the story? I don't know. The cup of cocky I had. Look, I'm a gay pregnant man, and. Um, <laughs> I can't be held accountable for my thoughts, for the words coming out of my mouth. So, you know, <laughs> there's no better place to leave the podcast. We, that was, we really had a good one, huh? We really had a good one. We ended on a high note. I can't remember fucking anything about what I said. That's the problem. If I Google anything, I won't remember anything beforehand. Then we'll be, we'll be off afresh and I'll lose out on some some gems because i'm sure you're all like tell us more about the mushroom dressing jesus that's the height of dumbness um all right that's the podcast you know we keep uh, keep it real <laughs> i don't know what the fuck i'm saying um dates they're a lot of fun if you never go <laughs> that's my new dating motto um if you're around saturday doing zoom hit me up on instagram at the marquez um and I'll tell you all about it. They're actually a great laugh. It's like being on the pub. Everyone's a regular now. We're just boozing on there, having fun, having a laugh. When it started, I was like, I'll do it for an hour. Now they're going for three, four hours. People are just getting to know each other. Friendships are blossoming. People have gotten jobs out of these fucking Zooms. People have had sex from these Zooms. It's all popping off. 
Um, hit me up on Twitter, that fucking hellhole at Trickadoo. Um, go buy my books. Random, random, and freedom. Go on to Amazon. Go buy them. Support the cause. I might do a Patreon. Is a Patreon? I might do one of them. And you get a, a if you sign up, you get a bonus episode. So if that's of interest, hit me up. Also, yeah, leave a review on iTunes, i iPodcast, whatever it's called. Give an old five star review and leave an old review and give an old review and review it on. All right, I'm rambling. Goodbye. Good talk. Go out there. Stay safe. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. Please wear a mask so I can go back to and stand up and see if that feminist homophobe uh, thought works or not. All right. Goodbye. Good talk. Go on. Good talk. 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 Good talk.